You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It is Golden Faces, an Odyssey original podcast. I think y'all can tell the vibes are up. We Gucci over here. It is a great time right now. And why is that? Because as the title reads from our lovely producer, Greg, Warriors Force Game 6 with Lakers after 121-106 win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Victory tonight. No dynasty is falling. It's not falling anyway. But all them thirsty-ass people thinking it was done tonight, that's not. So get out of here. The Warriors still stand. And we head back to L.A. for a game six. Woo! Go Dubs. Justin, how you feeling? Feeling pretty good. I Where we at? Where we at? Out. Give us a number. I'm going to say we had a... We had an eight. Okay. If they win game six, we had a nine. If they win game yes. seven, we had a ten. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's simple math. Simple math. <laughs> simple math. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I expect them to come out with desperation. That's what they did. Draymond finally played with that, that fire that we, they needed him to play with. And it resulted in a convincing win. So. Conspiracy theories because Izzo was in the building is why that happened. <laughs> That's the street saying. The street saying. You know what I'm Somebody get Izzo in in crypto. Word. Yeah. Was, he was just Bill South was, all that Wiggins, buddy, buddy shit. was Wiggins college coach in there? Because he was hooping today. He was, man. I love this version of Wiggs. I love this version of Wiggs. That's my baby. We need it. No disrespect to, to Macau or my, I don't know how she pronounces it, but not like that. I'm just saying, I love me some wigs. I've been supporting your man up and down. We fans over here. That's it. That's it. Right. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I mean, <laughs> I felt like the Warriors were going to win tonight anyway. So that is what I felt, you know, but. I felt other things before too, and they didn't go that way. So you never know till it happens. But I mean, once the Warriors sort of took control at the end of this, the first half, they didn't relinquish it. Right. Um, I mean, that's what they got to do. They they usually give up leads, or you know, the Lakers going runs based off the Warriors' mistakes, turn the ball over taking bad shots, which pretty much are turnovers. Um, and when they take care of the ball, take good shots, even sometimes, like, they they one possession, they just took a shot clock violation because they couldn't get a shot up. 
sometimes I'd rather have that than you throw up some bullshit and it just leads to a fast break. Like a long three is is going to be a long rebound, which is pretty much like a turnover. Right. And yeah, just just limit those. And the Lakers, I don't think they have enough skill to outplay them when it's a half court game for most of the game, or if it's mostly Warriors in transition and they're playing half court defense the whole time or playing half court. Word. Defense. For sure. So I keep laughing because, um, Justin, as you know, um, before the series started, I made some comments about this series. And after every Lakers win, they keep coming back and quoting my commentary that was made on Brother from Another. Because I said the Lakers, I said that nice little cute team around LeBron. Um, You know, I talked about them not being ready or not having as much experience. And I also talked about the fact that they um, don't want to play as fast as the Warriors. They don't want to play at that pace. And um, and then I said, like, the, the, you know, the Warriors know Anthony Davis. They've played him before. And, you know, they've had his number in those matchups. I may have said he, he, they owned him. I don't know what I said. You know, some of that is just me talking shit, right? But... It's also that, because um, anytime you say that Draymond knows how to defend Anthony Davis, people always come back with Anthony Davis's past stats. Like, no one is saying that he shuts down Anthony Davis. You don't shut down great players. But what we're saying is that he makes it tough enough on Anthony Davis that he limits that impact and the dominance that Anthony Davis can, can impose on a game. And mm-hmm. that's what makes him such a great defender on Anthony Davis. And so... When we say he has his number, Draymond knows, you know, like you you notice the games where Anthony Davis got loose. It was Draymond wasn't on him the whole game, you know, or most mm-hmm. of the game, game one. Draymond gets in foul trouble, game three. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, you know, there are people who think that's not connected, but it's absolutely connected, you know, and just like the whole pace thing. It's like people like, Oh yeah, the like the Lakers and they 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 are one of the top ten you know teams um in transition yeah when y'all are in transition but you don't want to have to defend <laughs> in transition you. you don't want to have to play like you you guys want to play fast in terms of transition games but not having to defend and chase the Warriors around and and all of that and like they have one of the worst transition defenses in the league. Thank you. I mean, it's common sense stuff speaking to Draymond with AD like he possesses a unique amount of uh, abilities that particularly can bother a player like AD and I think over the course of this series this being so many ticky-tack calls going against him it kind of loosened up his aggressiveness on Anthony Davis like we saw in game two he was super aggressive on AD AD couldn't really get his his dribble going nothing none of that stuff and then three and four, we saw like, all right, fouls are getting called, um, all those things. So it, it it made Draymond back off a little bit. So AD can kind of get into his rhythm a little bit better. But he was right back kind of, um, you know, in his jersey a little bit this game. And it made him more uncomfortable. Um, and, you know, I, the Warriors just possess so many different ways that they can hurt you in transition that I just don't think even if the Lakers had a great transition defense, they would be able to consistently stop them because um, they have athletes and they have shooters 
you know, just coming straight down to you and all of them like playing fast. So that's one of the keys that I put like keys to victory for the Warriors. Just keep pushing that pace. Sometimes even on made Laker baskets, just push the pace. Word. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So, you know, I was talking about all of that yesterday. Um... And I tweeted it today, what I said, some of the stuff I just said, because nothing I said was really wrong, right? They're just like taking victory laps because the Lakers are up, you know? The part I did get wrong is um, their role players. Um, They're stepping up. They have like a different person every night, right? So, you know, they've come to play. Mm So, but our role players hadn't, you know, our bench, you know, hadn't stepped up. And that, that's really also been the other part of this that's been like hurting the Warriors because they're not getting the bench and role player production that was anticipated. And they're not getting that. And these games are still tight. They're still close. So, you -hmm. know, if they were getting what they were, their usual that they're supposed to be getting, I think this would have been a pretty short series, but nonetheless, we're here and we're fighting to come back from being down um, one, three. So that's what it is, you know? And so there's not going to be any logic applied to that, but they respond after every win. So I'm curious to see if they're going to be responding tonight because they always quiet once the warriors win, you know? Um, But um <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to address those comments. Um, you did tweet out some some keys to the game, and I saw that, and I retweeted it. So let's take a look mm-hmm. here. You have push the pace, which we've already covered. Pull 80 from the rim, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's part of them going small and having GP2 on the court and also putting the ball in Steph's hands, correct? Mm-hmm. Don't play JP, Dante, Clay together. Oh, listen, (laughs) I was like, I am just like, I was so happy when I first realized like um, before, what, what was, what was the quarter? Was it the third quarter at the end where Steph went back to the locker room really quickly? Yep. And the Lakers went on that little run. But before that, I had looked and I was like, oh, Dante only had like three minutes. Let's just keep it like that. And was like, as soon as I thought that he was back in the game and I just was like pulling out my hair watching this, right. like the indecisiveness from pool. Then the, the you know, was that in that when Clay, was that when Clay had the turnover trying to pass the pool? I don't even know. Then Dante, like, I'm just like, look, look, look at these guys just, but Poole had a turnover. I don't remember or whatever, or didn't get a shot off. Like, I just was like, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know I tweeted, like, between Poole and Dante, they just, like, working harder to see who can, like, give us empty possessions. I mean, I was just, 
it was ridiculous. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I mean, like, I think those three dudes, those three dudes are guys you put next to. You got to have at least Steph on the court. Or, yes. yeah, like Steph, Dre, Wiggins, and Gary. Like, those four should be on the court. Like, two of those four at least should be on the court at all times, I feel like. Um, because they, you know, obviously Gary, what he does on the defensive end, and he just calms everybody down. He's kind of like Looney in the sense that he puts everybody in their correct position. Um, so he takes pressure off guys, and, it, you know, that lowers the chance of them making a mistake. So obviously Steph and Dre, they just control everything. And then Wiggins is kind of like in that same realm too, where he just puts everybody in the right position. So two of those four should be on the court at all times. And then you can put one or maybe two of those three, as far as JP. Dante two at most. Like honestly, two at I just, the very most. I don't think Dante yeah. needs to play. I really don't. Like I get, I mean, it's not that pool has been like so much better than Dante. It's just that. I think you have a you have a chance of Poole giving you something. He gave a little something tonight, you know? And so right. I understand why you go with him, but my goodness, my goodness, you know? And Clay, yeah. I mean, you got to keep going with Clay, but it's like, I don't want them dudes dribbling too much anyway. I really don't. I don't even want Poole. Like, like I want Poole being set up for things. I do. Like, if you create for Thank him... You. And and oh, and boy. let him like you've been saying set his feet. But if Steph or Dre creates for him, and then he just has to then shoot it and not do anything else. And I'm not saying like he's a catch and shoot player, but like right now, that's what we can do. And like if you do that for him, he can usually like score you a bucket in that situation. Yeah, him. I mean, that's the same thing that applies to Dante and Clay too. Obviously, Dante's not a scorer, but for Clay. Um, I think they got to do a slightly better job of just getting him open. I think in the first two games of the series, they did a great job of that and he hit the shots and then three and four, he's been kind of getting really, really locked up on those off ball screens and stuff. So he can't get a clean look, which leads to either him not getting a shot or him forcing up a bad shot. I think he has like 21 shots combined in games three and four, which is typically but like a single tonight. game. He didn't huh? chuck tonight, which is good. He didn't chuck. I wouldn't even say he chucked last game, except for the, at the end of the game. He only had nine shots last game, but it, it makes really him feel like I gotta get it up. It. Yeah, right. That was just the worst time, but it just makes him feel like I gotta get it up when I touch it because I'm not shooting. So they got to do a better job of just getting him clean looks. But you know, if you place JP with like Steph and Draymond, you know he's gonna get open somehow. Like just from the attention those two guys grab when they run their pick and roll and stuff like that and that's when jb can really thrive on that weak side one-on-one -on -one defense with somebody who's probably like i don't know reeves or something like that that really shouldn't be able to stay in front of him d low or something like that then he can kind of get going to the basket and make something happen but if you just have him as the lead guard next to two other guards who aren't really generating no type of rim pressure or nothing it's just three dudes that just want to pull up jump shoot and it's like that's just not going to go well. You need somebody to go to the rim. You need somebody to set those guys up. So playing all three of them together when all three of them need to be set up is just not smart to me. And they're yeah. all like your three worst perimeter defenders at this point. So yeah. It just really yeah. just makes no sense. And it's why Dennis Schroeder has been killing them this series. His plus minus has been crazy this series because he's playing against this lineup of three below average, you know, perimeter defenders who just are chucking bad shots up and turning the ball over.
And it's remarkable too, because <laughs> it's remarkable because the moment Steph came out and he put that in, like the Lakers made a little run, like immediately. It's like, instantaneously, bro, like stop this. <laughs> yeah, and it's crazy because before the series, we're like, yo, the Lakers guards are food. And they are, but it's like we're not taking advantage of that. Right. Right. You're not putting the lineups out there for these dudes to eat. You're really not. So they, they gotta do a better job. I mean, they won this game by 15, so I doubt they go away from that lineup, but they really should. <laughs> They really should. That that lineup probably is the reason why they didn't win this game by more. Right? So yeah. I mean, and, and a guy like Rudy. The same thing we saw. He has to be seeing the same thing we saw in that. Like exactly. the moment you put that lineup out there, it was it was ass. So Right. I and, hope you're also thinking you yourself, like, damn, all I really needed to do was play GP two over Moody and we would have got that win. Fucking Joker. <laughs> Sorry, it just makes I mean, me maybe so even GP two. I mean GP two over Clay, but um, <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen. But you see, even with these lineup combos, like Draymond, his he's getting into his passing bag, he's getting into his finishing bag because he's playing with guys like Wiggins and Gary who have their own gravity next to the rim. Like guys don't want right. to leave them because they can finish. But when you put Looney in these lineups with three, four guys who don't have any rim pressure it's tough for him to finish layups. It's tough for him to make the extra pass because everybody's covered and there's no guy creating that advantage. So they got to put Gary or Wiggins in there with them and take one of those guys out so they can just have better balance and just make the lineup make sense. For sure. Your other keys to the game, one we already talked about, keep one of Gary and Wiggins on the court at all times. So um, staff high pick and roll frequency. Yeah. And there you're just saying what? I mean, like, when, no, when you're saying the frequency, like how how much of it, how often? Right. Not the location of the pick and roll. Yes, the location, you know, but like I meant in that statement, like just up the frequency, keep it up high. Because um, we saw game four, they let go of their open the second half running what they said it was six. It went from 42 six. to six. That's well, I think I think in the first half it was like 20, 21, I think is the number. Um, okay. I think that 40 something number is like over the course of the series. But like in the first half, it was like 21. And then the second half, it was only six. Yeah, that got to be up. It has to be up. Because they're just getting too good of looks out of it. Um, yeah, and it pulls 80 from the rim. And it's not really going to nerf Steph scoring, even if they trap him, whatever. Because he's still going to find his way to get his points anyway, as we saw tonight. 